the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Baptist Church. Welcome to the radio broadcast ministry of Kettering Baptist Church, where we minister in the spirit of excellence under the leadership of our anointed senior pastor, Bukas Sterling III. Please stay tuned at the end of this broadcast for information on how to obtain a copy of today's message in its entirety. And now, Pastor Sterling. Catherine, I want to invite you on this morning to Joshua chapter 18. We begin our reading in verse number one as we continue into our this series of messages claiming the corridor for Christ. The word of the Lord reads as follows. Now the whole congregation of the children of Israel assembled together at Shiloh and set up the tabernacle of meeting there, and the land was subdued before them. But there remained among the children of Israel seven tribes which had not yet received their inheritance. Then Joshua said to the children of Israel, How long will you neglect to go and possess the land which the Lord God of your fathers has given you? Pick out from among you three men for each tribe, and I will send them. They shall rise and go through the land and survey it according to their inheritance and come back to me. And they shall divide it into seven parts. Judah shall remain in their territory on the south, and the house of Joseph shall remain in their territory on the north. So you shall therefore survey the land in seven parts and bring the survey here to me that I may cast lots for you here before the Lord our God. But the Levites have no part among you, for the priesthood of the Lord is their inheritance. And Gad, Reuben, and half the tribe of Manasseh have received their inheritance beyond the Jordan on the east, which Moses, the servant of the Lord, gave them. Then the men arose to go away, and Joshua charged those who went to survey the land, saying, Go walk through the land, survey it, and come back to me that I may cast lots for you here before the Lord in Shiloh. So the men went and passed through the land and wrote the survey in a book in seven parts by cities. And they came to Joshua at the camp in Shiloh. Then Joshua cast lots for them in Shiloh before the Lord. And there Joshua divided the land to the children of Israel according to their divisions. Amen. Would you pray with me? Father in heaven, we need you on this day that you might declare a clear word in this place. Speak, Heavenly Father, that we might know that we have heard from you. Allow your presence to meet us in this place. God, remove our facades, remove our walls that we've built up around us that have kept us and hinder us from hearing from you and being obedient to you. Let your will be done. Your way be accomplished in this place. If there are any that do not know you as Lord and Savior, let today be the day that they would give their heart and their life over to you. Spirit of the living God, I'm praying that even now that your presence will begin to 
plow up foul ground, God, and just prepare that the seed may be sown into a good heart, into good soil. Spirit of the Lord, have your way, because I know that your desire for us is that we might be changed, that we might be living holy and righteous lives for you. Have your way, God. I need you. In the name of Jesus Christ, I pray. Amen. Kettering, we began our journey in this uh, theme, claiming the corridor for Christ, and we spoke from Numbers chapter 33, verses 50 through 56 from the subject matter, same subject matter, claiming the corridor for Christ. What we learned is that if we're going to claim the corridors for Christ, we've got to drive out and destroy our enemies first and foremost. Not only do you have to drive out and destroy your, your enemies, you've got to dispossess them uh, and divide their land. He was giving them instruction as to how to go in and claim what God has given you. Drive them out and destroy everything that they worship. Dispossess them of the land. In other words, make it so that they can't come back. Put your name on the deed. Amen. Register it. Make sure that they know this is God's territory. But then he came back and gave them some dire consequences for disobedience. If you don't do what God is telling you to do, your enemies are then going to become a thorn in your side and they're going to become an irritation in your eye. And not only that, that wasn't the worst of it, but the Lord says, if you don't obey me in what I'm giving to you, then I'm going to do to you what I sought to do to your enemies. And so God says there's some dire consequences if we are disobedient to taking what I'm giving you and claiming for me what I've given to you. I want to talk to you on this morning from the subject matter, claiming your inherited corridor. Because I want us to understand that there are things that as children of God, we have inherited, but yet we have not claimed. Joshua 18, it says, now the whole congregation of the children of Israel had assembled together at Shiloh. And they set up the tabernacle of meeting there and the land was subdued before them. The first movement here in this text was the neglecting to claim the inherited corridor. For the text says there remained among the children of Israel seven tribes, seven out of the 12 tribes who have not received their inheritance. They've neglected to claim what was theirs. Watch this. This is important in verse number one, because when they came into the land, verse number one says they set up the tabernacle in Shiloh. Now, geographically speaking, Shiloh is up on a hill and it's in the center of the territory that they're going to claim. It represents for all of Israel a marker, if you will, that they might see where God's worship center is. So no matter where you are in the claimed territory, you ought to be able to look up towards Shiloh and see the tabernacle of meeting. That's the place where we meet God. And so it's a reminder to them that your success in the land is contingent upon worship and it is contingent upon your dependence upon God. I'm trying to talk to somebody right about here. The only way you go fully claim what's yours is you've got to remember that the only way you got in the land in the first place is because of him. And so you've got to keep him as the center of the focus and not yourself. I'm afraid 
Kettering that too many Christians forgot that it was all about him. We forgot that the way we got here was because of him. And we've abandoned the worship of him because we think it's all about us. I'm trying to help you right here. You need to understand if you're going to succeed in the land at all, if you're going to claim anything of your inheritance, you've got to remember it was an inheritance that was given to you by him. And you've got to give him the glory that's due him. I was reading through and I looked at this and I said, well, why is it that all these have not claimed their inheritance? And so there's a multitude of reasons why it could have been. I wrote down just a few. Maybe there's in this group because it says there's these seven tribes that have not claimed what was theirs. They had generally subdued the land. They're in the land. They've run out most of the enemies, but they haven't, they haven't conquered it all. They haven't claimed it all. They haven't laid stakes on it all. They haven't marked it all out. And so seven of them haven't done anything with it. And so I said, well, why is that? Maybe some of them were satisfied with being just in a better place than where they were when they were in the wilderness. I'm trying to talk to somebody. Sometimes we just get satisfied with being in a little better place than where we were. And so, therefore, we never go forward to claim the rest of our inheritance. Some people liked it when they lived a purposeless life, wandering in the wilderness. Some of the Israelites, maybe they felt like we were better off when we were just wandering as nomads in the land. And so, maybe they were not interested in going to claim any land because they didn't want to settle down and say they they had to be settled down to anything. Some people just like being a wanderer. Some people like just not having any commitment. And there's some that have come into the land and we're chilling in the land. Everything is cool. And guess what? And our brothers have claimed their land and our brothers are taking care of us in the land. So I don't have to go claim my own. I don't have to go work my own farm. I don't have to do my own stuff because I'm just going to live off of them. Some of y'all know some folk like this. They move in. They only came to stay two months and they've been there 13 years. And maybe in this case, there were those of the seven tribes that were okay living off of what the five tribes were providing for them. And then there's another group, perhaps, that said, you know what, we're tired. We've been wandering through the wilderness for 40 years. We had to fight to get into this land. We had to conquer Jericho. We had to fight all these different armies and deal with it. I'm just tired. I don't feel like claiming nothing. I'm tired of fighting. I'm tired of pursuing. I'm tired of moving forward. I'm just tired. I'm going to sit here and I'm going to rest myself. I ain't doing nothing else. I don't want to go on another interview. I don't have to prove myself to nobody. I'm just tired. And so whatever the inheritance is out there for me, I don't care because I'm tired. Listen to verse number three. Then Joshua Calls the children of Israel and said to them, How long will you neglect to go and to possess the land which the Lord your God of your fathers has given you? How long are you going to just sit on the sideline and not take hold of what God has given to you? How long, Catherine, are you going to sit on the side and God has opened up the doors and given it to you and all you need to do is go in and claim it as your own, claim it for Christ? How long have you been sitting? And not claiming what God has already given to you. How long are you not going to start the business? How long are you not going to write the book? How long are you not going to go back to school? How long are you not going to buy the house? How long are you going to sit on the sideline? God's already given it to you. He's already made the provision. All you need to do is go and claim it in the name of the Lord. And you just got to go take it. But you sitting on the side. And while you're sitting on the sideline, not claiming what God God has given to you, your enemy is causing fear to grow in your heart. 
And so now as time passes, you become more fearful of taking what God said is yours. So now the reason why you won't do it is because I'm scared. And there's a whole lot of scared Christians who haven't claimed their inheritance. The Lord has given it to you. It's your inheritance. You're a joint heir with Christ Jesus. Do y'all know what that means? Let me back up. The earth is the Lord's and the fullness thereof, all they that dwell therein. And you have become a joint heir with him. Everything that made is made is made by him, through him, for him. And you are joint heir with him. He's the king of kings, the Lord of lords. He owns everything and anything that you need. He's your father and your father won't withhold any good thing from you. It's already yours. Just claim what's yours. Joshua asks the question, how long are you going to do this? So then what happens as we read through the text, the text takes a turn from their neglecting the claim their inherited corridor to the survey the inherited corridor. Tells them to go survey the inherited corridor. Verse number four, pick out from among you three men for each tribe and I will send them and they shall rise and go through the land, survey it according to their inheritance and come back to me and they shall divide it into seven parts. Judah is going to remain in their part. Joseph is going to remain in his part in the north. Judah in the south, Joseph in the north. You shall therefore survey the land in seven parts and bring the survey here to me that I may cast lots for you here before the Lord our God. Okay, so now here's what he tells them to do. He says, Joshua commanded them. He says, get three men from each tribe and I'm going to send them out and I want them to go out into the land, survey the land that is unclaimed. Because the Lord already told him, I'm giving you all the land as far as from here all the way to the river Euphrates. I'm giving it all to you. Wherever the soles of your feet trot, it's yours. I'm giving it to you. All you need to do is go in and claim it. Joshua says, go and survey the land. And he says, and we're going to divide it amongst the seven that have not yet claimed their property. But the way we're going to divide it is according to casting of lots. And you need to understand the whole casting of lot process is not like drawing straws in an arbitrary way, but it's in a sense, the drawing of straws with the divine control of God so that God designates which part belongs to who. Okay. It's not like rolling dice. It's a process of divine indication. The Holy Spirit, God, will clearly identify which part of the land belongs to who. And it's going to happen according to what God had already told them. Because each tribe is going to get the land according to their size. But the divine hand of God is going to assure that that happens through the casting of lots. So he says... Okay, this is what I want you to do. So he says, okay, go out and survey the land. Now, Catherine, if we're really going to apply this process to our life, if we're really going to claim our inherited corridors, I can't just preach it in your ear. I've got to put some feet to this action. And this is not a just listening sermon. This is an action sermon because we also have been given some heavenly land, if I can say it that way. We've been given a heavenly deed to to some heavenly land, but because our mind is not stayed on those things of God, because we're not meditating on those things of the Lord, because my head is not in heaven, my heart is not focused on glory, because of those things, I have not claimed a lot of things that belong to me that the Lord has left as an inheritance for us. And so we haven't claimed... We haven't had the confidence in God to believe I can do it. So we haven't done it. 
And so we failed as well to take on this land. But it's time for us also, just like Israel, we've gone, we passed on, we did a whole lot of stuff, we blew a whole lot of things down the road, but, but now we've kicked the can long enough. It's time for you and I to survey our land, to make some decisions about our future, and to determine whether or not I'm going to stay where I am, or am I going to claim what God has already given to me? Or are you just okay not claiming it? Because if you want to claim it, here's what we're going to do. He says, look, you three men, I'm going to send them out, survey the land, and bring them back here. We're going to cast lots for the land. So here's what we're going to do. What I want you to do is, I want you, Katerin, I want everybody to do this. I want you over the next seven days to assess your life. And I want you to start thinking about and praying about, God, show me the corridors of my life that I have not claimed. Show me the inheritances that I have not claimed. I'm not talking about material stuff necessarily. But God, what have I left undone? God, what have I left unclaimed? God, what did you tell me to do that I have not done? What is undone in my life? So I want you to start praying about that. And I want you to not just pray, but I want you to listen. Now, some stuff going to come to the top right away because you already know you've been running from it. You ain't done it. And God's been convicting you about it. And so that's going to come out right away. But I want you to begin praying for that. Okay, here's the next thing I want you to do. He said, I want three men from each tribe that has not claimed what's theirs. And I'm going to send them out the survey. So I want you to get three people from your family. Watch this. Who won't lie to you. I I need you to get three people from your family who are going to tell you the truth. And I want you to to, to call them up or, or whatever you need to do. Text them or tell them or something. But tell them I need you to be praying for me over the next seven days. That I can identify... As I assess my life, what have I not claimed that God has given to me? If it's not your biological tribe, then get some other folk that are close to you. Some of your close friends. You call, get those three people that are going to be praying for you, that are going to be praying that you can identify in you what you have not claimed for the Lord. Are y'all still here? Now, here's the other part. Because some of those people in your life, in your family, in your circle, they already know what you haven't claimed. That's why I say get some honest folk. Get the people that are going to tell you like it is. Oh, yeah, I know what you, you haven't done. You know you're supposed to be, you know, doing that, 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 that. They're going to tell you right off, boom. But I need you to get three people. And over the next seven days, they're praying for you, and they're going to identify to you what you haven't claimed. You're going to be praying over the next seven days and listening to God. God, what is it that I have not claimed? that I should have claimed for you as an inheritance. Now, after Joshua told him to do all of that, listen to verse number seven. He says, now for Levites, they don't get an inheritance because their inheritance is the Lord. That's a whole sermon by itself. I'm not going to deal with that today. But Levites didn't get land as an inheritance in the same way that the other tribes did, but they were given a city in each tribe because each tribe took care of the Levites. And so the Levites were those who ministered before the Lord on behalf of the people. And so the, the Levites survived off of the offerings from the people. And they had houses to live in and cities to live in, but they had responsibility to, for the ministry of God. So God was central to everything that happened in Israel. And the people of God who served God and committed their lives to God, who were Levites, were taken care of by the people. But now, so watch this. So we've looked at the neglecting of the, the claim. So we looked at the survey of the inherited corridor. But here's the last thing. It picks up in verses 8 through 10. He says, then the men arose, they went away, and Joshua charged those who went and surveyed the land, saying, Go, walk through the land, survey it, come back to me, that I may 
cast lots for you here, there. He says it's like three times. So just in case you don't, you missed it. He, he wants them to go out, survey the land, come back. Go out, survey the land, survey the land, come back. Go out, survey the land, come back. So then the man went and they passed through the land. They wrote the survey in a book in seven parts. And they came back to Joshua in the camp of Shiloh. Then Joshua cast lots in Shiloh before the Lord. And there Joshua divided the land to the children of Israel according to their divisions. Here's the last thing. Record and divide the inherited corridor. Here's what he does. He says, okay, survey the unclaimed inheritance. Get the feedback. You're going to do your survey over the next seven days. You're going to get your feedback from your three people who won't lie to you. And what they see God is saying that you haven't claimed in your life. There's two more things that happen in the text I want you to do. Verse number nine, he says, when they went out and surveyed the land, when they did the assessment of the land, they didn't just do a survey and say, okay, yeah, now we know where everybody should be. No, they wrote it down. Okay, y'all got that? They wrote it down. So I want you to write it down over the next seven days as you're praying, as you're seeking the face of God, as you're assessing your life, I want you to write down what is God saying that you have not claimed for him. What inheritance have you not claimed? And I want you to write it down. I don't care if it's two things or 200 things, write it down and and keep it. Okay, y'all got it? Write it down. Then the next thing he says, he said three times, he said, bring it back to me. So that, that's the next thing I want you to do. I want you to write it down and then bring it back to me. So that means you got to come to church next Sunday, okay? So next Sunday, come back with the things that God has identified for you to write down. Then this is what we're going to do. You're going to bring it back here and we're going to put it on the altar. Y'all still here? I want you to write down what you haven't claimed. Have people pray for you so you can identify what it is. I want you to assess your life. Write it down. What I have not claimed. What has God... Put in front of me to take what I haven't done and write it down. Bring it back here. We're going to put it on the altar next Sunday. So bring it back to me. Joshua says, bring it back to me and we're going to cast lots for it. Watch this. So now we're going to have a multitude of things that are going to be laying on this altar. But we're going to cast lots according to prayer. What we're going to do is we're going to pray. Because there may be some things on your list. That God has not said is yours. Lord Jesus. There may be some things on your list that God is saying, not now. But we're going to put it before the Lord in prayer next week. So that we can know that we know that we know that God has said, this is my portion. Lord Jesus. And we're going to let the divine interact with the humanity of man and let God begin to minister to you and talk to you and clarify for you what is it that you have not claimed for him? What corridor of your life that has remained unclaimed? The power of all this is your obedience. If they had not gone out and surveyed the land, if they had not written down on their charts, the survey, if they had not brought it back to Joshua and Joshua had not presented it before the Lord, it would not have allowed them to divide the land properly. And so we're just going to walk through the same process. Watch this. I believe God can do the same thing for us. I believe God can identify for you the things you really need to be doing. Here's the other side of it. We can say, well, you know what? That's, I, I think I already know. Well, let, let's let the Lord tell you. 
And, and so what this is going to require is that you believe and you trust that God can. Israel devised this land, and this becomes the division of Israel's land for the whole time they have the promised land. As a matter of fact, some of the fighting that's going on and some of the arguments that folks are having even over there now has to do with what God said and how the land should be divided. And you know why Israel is that little tiny place and they still haven't been able to knock them out of that place? Because God said, this is yours and can't nobody take it from you. Because what God gives you can't nobody take from you, but you can give it away. And you can walk away from it. And you can leave it unclaimed. And there are some things in your life and my own that we just have not claimed for Christ, for his glory. Amen. Praise the Lord. You've been listening to the radio broadcast ministry of Kettering Baptist Church under the leadership of Senior Pastor Bukas Sterling III, where we minister in the spirit of excellence. We pray that you have been richly blessed by today's message. Financial contributions in support of this ministry are welcome. We thank you in advance for uniting with us in kingdom building. For a copy of this sermon on CD or to hear this message again on the web, please visit our website at KetteringMinistries.org and remember to reference the title or broadcast date. We hope that you have enjoyed our journey together and we invite you to join us for one of our spirit-filled worship services Sundays at 8 a.m. or 11 a.m. at our new edifice called the Legacy Center located at 6909 Crane Highway, Upper Marlboro, Maryland. For additional information, go to our website at KetteringMinistries.org or contact our church office at 301-574-3515. Please join us again as Senior Pastor Bukas Sterling III and the Kettering Baptist Church family minister in the spirit of excellence. Hi, Don Crow here with the Bible League. Thank you for listening to the Open the Floodgates Bibles for Africa radio special. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.